we acknowledge the Mamahood Maiwe podcast is recorded on the beautiful land of the Garner people, the traditional custodians of the land on which we work, parent, play and live. We recognise their continuing connection to land, water and community and pay our respects to Elders past and present and all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples today. Hello you stunning specimen of a mama, how the heck are you? I have had a week, another week of testing times with toddler tantrums, isn't that beautiful alliteration, but not beautiful to experience. It has been hectic and I shared a lot of the ups and downs over on my Instagram to help ride the waves with company. A lot of you were in solidarity with me, a lot of you are experiencing exactly the same with your little tiny dictators and I got some really beautiful advice. Like I really want to build up my resilience around dealing with this stage because as beautiful as it is, it is taking me to my edges. A little reprieve was that I had my friend, my new friend, my new mama friend, Monica, joined me for a chat around air quotes misgendering. What even is misgendering? We talked ourselves out of using that term and instead we shared stories about our own experiences of gender, from gender disappointment to feminine and masculine qualities in our kids. And we, t- we asked how we can raise our kids to care less about gender stereotypes, which is something that we both felt would be really important for raising this next little generation of humans. We also talk a lot about hair. I will just put that out there. Now, Mon and I were sharing a mic, so the sound is going to be a little quieter than usual. So please do turn your volume up and then before you switch back to anything else, turn it back down or you may blow your ears off. I am so grateful as always to have you listen in to this episode, episode 13, unlucky for some, but not for us. We had a really good bloody chat for the very first episode of Mamahood Unfiltered. This is going to be a new series where I have guests on and we just shoot the shit over whatever topic we would like to cover. So without further ado, let's crack on in. So I'm very, very excited to be recording this episode because, drumroll, I have a guest, a guestie, my second guest if you want to count Josh. I'm not sure that we do. However, this is a guest, it's not an interview, it's a code, it's a discussion collaboration oh my god it's going really well so far um so i'm joined by monica who is a mum who is a mum of three boys and we got into a bit of a discussion on this topic in the dms and it's around the gender stereotypes of our kids or the i've called it misgendering but we've just been discussing what that word actually means um, we got into a good chat because for the 18th time, Brody had been mistaken for a girl at the park. And I didn't correct the parent who had said, move out the way for the little girl. <laughs> I was just sort of like, oh, do I say anything, do I not? But I have corrected people in the past. So Monica and I got into a bit of a chat in the DMs and we thought it'd be really good to have a little bit of a tete-a-tete is that the word i don't know it's that term <laughs> french i read it today on someone's instagram and i thought it's like a head-to-head like oh, okay. like if you combine heads yeah then it's better than one is that right oh fuck now i need to google i'm gonna go that was maybe a challenge today use it in a sentence <laughs> We should have had a word that we uh, needed to feed into this episode. No. I'm going to do that in future. Damn it. All right. Um, anyway, losing track. So, Monica, I would love to just ask you to introduce yourself because if I do it, I'm going to butcher it and probably make some shit up about you. That's fine. <laughs> I mean, we don't actually know each other that well. We've been no. finding out a little bit about each other. We've met once. That's right. 
on a hens. Yeah. Where you were pretty sober and I was pretty not. I don't know. Were you? I don't remember. <laughs> okay, don't maybe remember. you were on my wavelength. One time, but then we've just That's been enough. firm Instagram friends yeah. for the last, what, nine months? <laughs> it's enough. It's no. enough. <laughs> no. It's enough. I you mean, just stay on it, in my DMs. You just stay on Instagram, babe. I mean, it was enough <laughs> so, to develop. Well, relationship. it is, yeah. and it's enough for you to leave your three kids yeah. with your hubby yeah. to come over here yeah. to have a glass of wine with me on a Wednesday night, listening to the birds cheep cheep outside. <laughs> it's uh, is it? Crickets. We'll be crickets in this episode. I tell you. Uh, All right. So anyway, back to you. Well, tell us about you. It would be good if you could introduce me because, like I said before, <laughs> there's not much to me. So I'm a mother of three boys, as you said. Um, they're seven, four, and two. I don't know, nice little else? spread. Yeah, little spread. Um, Where, how long have you been married for? Where oh, do you live? Okay. What do you do? So I, yeah, live in the western suburbs of Adelaide. Whoop whoop, represent. Yeah. Um, my husband and I have been married for, it'll be 10 years in a couple of weeks. Yeah. What? Maybe. You were a child bride. No. How old do you think I am? 35. 36. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, it's a child bride. That is a child that bride. Is child bride, I guess. I mean, I was 37, mm. so a few, a decade mm. more plus. Mm, okay. Mm. Okay. Um, I don't know. What else? I know. What do you like to do outside of mothering? There's not much time for anything else, is there? Not at two, four, and seven. No. You got the right know. spread. How did you find that um, gap, age gap? The three years between my eldest two, good, because the older one can actually like help you out and understands way more. The two year age gap was harder. Yeah. Yeah, a lot harder. Also, because my eldest started school when my youngest was born, so wow. that it was good. That dynamic was a bit different. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Mm. And are you coming out the trenches now? Yes. Yes. The youngest turning two. Yeah. There's definitely something about it. Really. Yeah. So when yeah. was that? July. Okay. So I'm, I feel like I'm hanging out for there's that. There's more time. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I'm really bad at like talking well, about myself. So what? What are you? Are you back at work? Are you, yeah. yeah. Do you work full time? I work part time. I've been back at work for almost a couple of years. I sort of took about six months off. Wow. And my husband stepped in, and he still worked, but he took a bit of time off each week. To hang out with the little one, Aww. and then he eventually went off to daycare, and yeah, so he kind of took that opportunity to be like, "I'm gonna like you know stay home with the, the little one for a while." Oh, that's so good. Because he, he could. He was like, "Well, I've got the flexibility, and I can." And yeah. What does he do? He's an accountant. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Numbers. Numbers. Cool. 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 <laughs> and we won't talk about what you do because uh... also numbers. Is it? Yes. <laughs> That's two my, like, midweek. Hmm? Two geeks. Yeah, oh, I'm not that geeky. But you're also very mm. creative. Yeah, I'm also a makeup artist. Yeah. Yes, so um, that's my side hustle kind of thing, I guess. Yeah. Can I book you in mm. next Saturday? Yeah. You booked? No. no. Yes! Oh, yeah, book me. I've got, I forgot about it, and I've got hands, and I'm, like, oh, on the real? hunt. Yeah, yeah, 100%. So I, I don't know. Let me check the calendar. Mm. Probably should be. You're around the corner. I'll come at 6 a.m. before the kids I'll be get up. up. I'll be up. <laughs> You'll be up doing your yoga. Yeah, maybe. So Mon was amazing at the self-care bingo challenge. Yeah. She Oh, you get your prize tonight. Oh, yeah. Look, don't. A, right. Look, I told you. I was not even she, in it for the prize. Um, I was just like, yes. I don't care. You've won. It's going to be great. You're going to have your little altar with your mama affirmations. Yes. All right. Okay, um, so remind me. We need to send Rony a message and I need to give you your prize. Yes, awesome. Thank you. All right. So yeah. this situation that happened a few weeks ago, well, it's probably like a month ago now. Yeah. It's not the first time. So if I, for those that don't follow me on Instagram, I have a little boy and he has quite long hair, but he's also quite, I would say he's very pretty. Like, you wouldn't necessarily look at him and be like, oh, he's such a little boy. You know, you just yeah. look at people's faces. And he's got a sweet little round face. A sweet little round yeah. face. He's chubby and he, he could go for any 
he could be a boy or a girl, yeah. generally. And I like to um, dress him in gender neutral clothes. Mm. So, and specifically, I put him in a lot of leggings from the girls' section, mm-hmm. often like leopard print or patterns like with leopards, <laughs> leopard print or leopards, yeah. and little tank tops and like little t shirts that have like baggy sleeves, you know, they. It, it could be either or. Yeah. Um, because And then I put hair clips on him as mm. well because the hair's in his yeah. eyes. And I think it's cute. And, you know, it's innocent and he'll choose soon enough mm. what to wear. Like, I literally do not buy a single branded, as in, like, cartoon character piece of clothing, yeah, yeah. like, in this house. It just doesn't exist. Because soon he'll be like, I want the bluey t-shirt or the whatever anyway so we're in the park we're just playing and there was a mum and with a boy and a girl the little boy was about the same age as Brody and he was trying to move past Brody was like moving towards the side and this mum just said innocently oh let the little girl get by and I had this reaction like He's not a little girl, but I didn't say it out loud. So you didn't say anything? I didn't say anything. Yeah. And because in the past, what has happened when I have said, oh, it's a boy, he's a boy, people have got really apologetic. Yeah. They have got really over, like, compensating for the comment. And I find that really fucking awkward because then I end up, overcompensating by yeah. going no 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 it's okay don't be silly I know yeah. and then I say things that I regret like you know it's just this chubby face or you know stuff like just trying to minimize I don't know not the uncomfortableness but I guess yeah I'm just I just don't feel like it's an authentic exchange yeah and so I'm like right it's better just not to say anything so when it when I reflected on that I started to think about well is it is it actually better not to say anything and who is it better for and why would I say something if it doesn't personally offend me or is there a purpose to us actually trying to change the narrative around boy using terminology like Mm. let the little boy or girl pass like could we move to just let the little baby or little toddler move or them let them move past like if we are moving to pronouns and yeah, using exactly. those so yeah when we got chatting I was we, you shared some really interesting examples of when you've experienced it so yeah. I thought let's have a chat about it yeah so yeah. let's let's do that babe so tell think- me tell me about how you feel because you have three of the fuckers yeah and they've all <laughs> and, been yeah. misgendered at one time or another. And you're doing air quotes there. I'm doing the air quotes because we've kind of agreed that over the time that like we've been talking about doing this podcast today, we were like, misgendering is a pretty aggressive kind of term. Yes. Really. Um, and when I saw your story and you said, oh, he'd been misgendered, I was like, yeah, my kids all the time. And I said, oh, look, isn't it easier or not easier? I kind of said, I don't think it's that hard to just say them or let the little one go or whatever and you're like oh I'm also guilty of doing the same where you kind of say oh that little girl like let the little girl go oh your little girl's so cute and they're like well it's actually not a girl it's a boy and it's happened to me it's happened yeah like I've fucking done it yeah I have done it and I'm like I'm and again I'm like oh shit sorry oh I've done it too and it's, it's hard to kind of stop yourself. It's so indoctrinated yeah. into us. And even now, since I decided that we would do this podcast, mm. like I'm looking at the kid and I'm on, I only use gender if I'm really fucking sure. But then how can you be really sure? <laughs> you don't know. A hundred percent. You don't know. And it's, yeah, I don't know. I felt a bit silly saying to you, I don't think it's that hard. But then you were like, mm, I slip up too. And I was like, yeah, shit, I do too. Yeah. When you really too. interrogate it. And yeah. I, I wonder, like, as people are listening to this, if they think to all the times that mm. they've done it. And what it reminds me of is when, how we're moving away from asking people about, well, we should be moving away, about if they're pregnant. Yeah. Or if they're trying to get pregnant. Yeah. Like, 
if someone has a rounded tummy, like it doesn't mean that they're pregnant. Yeah. Oh, that's just another step further though, isn't it? <laughs> well, I mean, yes, it is. I agree. Yeah. But you just shouldn't, what I guess the pot, I guess the linkage is we shouldn't be commenting. Like we shouldn't be making assumptions. Yeah. And if we do want to move with the way that the world is going, not that we're getting into the, the bigger like cultural issue, because mm. it's a huge topic and we're not equipped. We're not experts in the field of <coughs> gender and mm. and the way that it's progressing and and how we can be I guess what I'm interested in is is like how we can be more progressive as parents mm. like as mothers in we have made the decision to keep our kids here long mm. knowing full well that this is what is going to yeah. come up yeah and so what we need to have a strategy that is supportive of the way that we want to raise our kids and and also i feel like this responsibility to fucking find a way to help educate people in the process yeah and is it at the playground though but then where else is it because it's the day-to-day occurrences this is where it comes back to for me because it's not about me feeling insulted by Mm someone thinking that Brody's a girl and he's a boy. No, not at all. It's about the implications of the world that Brody is going to grow up in when we are still so connected to gender, when we know that gender doesn't... What did you say? It doesn't sit in your pants. <laughs> oh, I've forgotten completely. <laughs> like, it's not about what's in your pants. No. Yeah. yeah. It's not about it's what's not, in yeah. your pants. Yeah. So how can we begin to create a world now? Like, this is what I'm worrying about with all the fucking things, all the issues that we're facing, yeah. like <gasps> all the big topics. Yes, we can educate our own children, but do we not have a responsibility to help seed some mm. new ideas? Or are we just doing it by making these choices, like to give our kids dolls if they're boys or dress girls and trousers and obviously that's pretty common now but it wasn't Hmm. so how did we move to that place we've we have moved on girls wear trousers all the time how are you teaching your kids about gender well so all of my kids have had long hair at one point or another and they've all worn it it up in a little bun to be fair with my eldest we didn't buy him a lot of toys in the beginning and we were lucky enough to be given probably a lot of toys for his first birthday. And being a boy, he was probably given a lot of typically, stereotypically boy toys. And I think we'll probably use that whole stereotypically boy, stereotypically girl terminology yeah. a lot without meaning that it's correct. Or, yeah. yeah, that it's correct. So he was given cars and trucks and all that kind of stuff. And he loved it all. Like, he loved it and he plays with it all. But I could see him playing with it in ways that were not typically boy. Air quotes. Mm, how so? So, like, little matchbox cars and things like that, he would line them up. And as he got older, he would colour sort. And my middle child now plays with those cars in that same way. So wow. Like, they use it as loose parts play and stuff like that. So it's a bit more open-ended and not necessarily just a car. They've 100% all played with them as cars and gone and done all the boy things. I know it's kind of hard as well. For another like example is my husband's footy mad. So it was only inevitable that he was going to you know, take my sons to the footy and all that kind of stuff. And my eldest is completely footy obsessed. He's just sport obsessed. Like he would play any sport and he does like the cricket ends. Love that. And then the footy starts and it's just a cycle of footy and cricket. But he's also really obsessed with the numbers side of things this is the gig side <laughs> he's into it because it's sport again sports for everyone um there's lots of examples as well i guess where i'm a makeup artist so the kids all see me doing my makeup in the mornings they all come along and go what have you got like what can i have can i have a brush and i go yeah sure like let's put some like powder on your nose pretending whatever i remember years ago when my eldest was quite young he was probably like three and we went into Priceline and there was like a little 
cardboard cutout of a makeup artist that was doing like some kind of promo for a brand and it was a guy had a beard I, I don't know again I'm labeling that it was a man might have been someone who was transgender or non-binary yeah. I don't know but they had a beard and my son was like oh why is that guy wearing makeup and I was like well that's because makeup's for everyone nice and I was like this is a good opportunity for him to see it firsthand in that I'm a makeup artist but Sure, like come and grab a brush and put some powder on your face and 100%. go to JK with a bunch of glitter on. I don't care, like, you know, some bronzer on. Um, and also see a really good opportunity in things like the footy where, like, so the AFLW league started around the time that my eldest was born. No. So I kind of see that as, like, for context, my husband, absolutely footy mad. Me, didn't grow up with the footy. I kind of couldn't care less. Yeah. <laughs> but, like... I'm like, good on you. Yep, go Crows. He's a Crows supporter. You're in the night house. Okay, I might get a bit of (laughs) shit. I don't know. But anyway, (laughs) like it was inevitable that he was going to get into the footy. But I kind of was like, he doesn't know any different that the girls never played in a national league. So I kind of see that as an opportunity for him to see that sport is for everyone. Like sport's always been for everyone, but footy has always been such a male-dominated sport. Mm obviously like girls have played footy for ages in states and all that kind of stuff but for it to be on a national platform which is pretty progressive yeah i think it's important just because of that even though i don't give much of a hit about the footy he goes to all the games with the same level of excitement and he gets excited about the players in the same way he's obsessed with the players and the scores and who did what and how the rounds ended out. Like that's kind of what he cares about. He'll go to any game. My husband's the same. Yeah. He'll go to any footy game. Because you get the rules he loves for the start. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Look, I've lived in this country my whole life. I still understand. <laughs> if you're listening to this from outside of Australia, AFL is like a cross between um, football in Europe or whatever else in the world, except from Australia, and rugby. It's like a it's like a mix of the two. I don't really know. Well The ball's I, not round. The ball is not round, which bullshit. neither it is in rugby. However, yeah. you can kick it not just when you're stood still. <laughs> can you? I don't know. <laughs> Fuck, if anyone's listening to this that actually knows the rules. Uh, anyway, let's scrap that. Yeah, so that's <laughs> so you're take you're gonna take him to the AFL? W. My husband takes him to heaps of games. Oh, yeah, right. Already. Yeah, they've had a membership all this year. Wow. So he went to like every game pretty much. Um, they go to the AFLW games and yeah. Oh, I love they, that. And they'll watch it on TV. Like anytime there's a Crows game on, they'll watch it. Like, yeah. And they say, they'll watch it all. Like, um, they get obsessed. <laughs> yeah, which is good in a way. Like when I had found out I was having a boy. Which was a complete shock. Mm, you were saying. Yeah, I was saying off mic um, that I was disappointed. <laughs> Sorry, Brody, if you're listening to this in 20 years' time. <laughs> but I was disappointed to have a boy because I just had, I, I projected so much wish onto having the same relationship that I have with my mum mm. on to having a girl. And when I found out as a boy, I was like, oh, like that's so shit like we're not going to be able to do and it was again gender stereotype we're not going to be able to go to the nail salon well who says yeah like Brody is so interested in same thing in my makeup my makeup brushes like I have had to make him his own makeup bag with my old brushes and stuff he loves it so I reckon it's not going to be too far he's going to be like Mummy's nails? My nails. Like my kids mommy. have asked me to paint their yeah. nails. And I have. And then I'd be like, sorry, yeah. you've got to go to school. We've got to take that off. <laughs> I know. But then but, where will we move to a place where, you know, that doesn't matter? Yeah. Like they have ma- nail varnish on and it doesn't matter because yeah. it doesn't matter. No, it doesn't matter. Like it really no. doesn't matter. Like at all. And I actually think it's just a way of expressing your creativity. Hmm. like my favorite barista has different nail polish on all the time and I just I'm like fascinated yeah by like I'm like oh what you got on today yeah 
like and he's he just rocks what everything wants to mm. and like you were saying that expression of what you wear it's an expression of who you are mm. the same with i guess like with toys and stuff it's an expression of i guess who your child's going to be if not who they're going to be but who what their personality is like well if they've got a doll they're obviously showing some kind of nurturing exactly yeah type. caring uh-huh. yeah some caring and then type, if they've got you know? if they've got you know Brody's really into um like police cars ambulances fire engines maybe yeah. he'll be a paramedic maybe who knows maybe he loves the excitement of an emergency <laughs> god <laughs> as long as he doesn't have too many of them himself I'm True. fine but yeah or you know animals like I know a lot some of my friends that were really into animals when they were younger mm. and that has sustained and now they have like fucking farms with chickens and yeah yeah Yeah. and i'm like oh that is a signal it was a signal to who you were going to be i mean Brody does love a rubbish truck so it'd be a future apparently they make a lot of money really apparently someone told me this recently i was like "Mm, interesting i mean so they should it's a shit job it's a shit job. However, <laughs> it's a lot easier. So Brody has made us start watching YouTube videos of rubbish trucks. And and it, it was every night for a while. Luckily, it's moved on to coloured balls. Don't ask. Oh, oh those mindless yeah. YouTube videos. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, that's the ones. Yeah. But the rubbish trucks, mm. it was a whole education to realise that our rubbish trucks are actually quite advanced. Comparative yeah. to some manually have to get out the car. Oh, yeah, the guy on the back. Yeah, jumps off, jumps and, off yeah. and then attaches the bin to the yeah. arm, and then oh, far out. Anyway, wow, we've really um, taken a dive on this tangent. tangent. Right, so I'm gonna right, whip flashes. Um, we'll get back to some notes, maybe. <laughs> yeah, well, look, just coming back to, I guess we've gone a bit round and about. Yeah. On the gender chat, just on how we feel about it. I mean, I guess the upshot for us both is that we. We don't. We want our kids to feel safe and comfortable, and mm. like there's a book that can help have your first conversation with your kids about gender, and it's called Being You. Yeah, and I think that essentially sums up what we all want mm. as mums, as parents, to for our kids to feel like they can just be themselves. However, I would note that I listened to a sample of the audiobook of this Being You. Mm. It's American. And they misnamed female anatomy. Mm -hmm. So they said, sorry, if a baby is born and has a vagina, Mm -hmm. well, when a baby is born and it's looked at what the anatomy is, it's actually the vulva that you're looking at. Yeah. (laughs) So I just wanted to like write into that author and be like, if you're going to write a fucking book on this, get it right. Get the anatomy right. <laughs> but I thought that was like a quite a good resource. Yeah. It, essentially, like the more, I guess, we're trying to arm ourselves with stuff on sleep and stuff on feeding, nutrition, stuff on education, fucking Montessori, gentle parenting, thing, like mm. how to raise compassionate kids. Like why would we not want to raise awareness of gender in our kids as yeah. well. I feel like it might also be one of those topics that you kind of ingrain a bit without... Obviously, you put the effort in, but it's not something that should be at the forefront mm. and make a big song and dance about it. It should just be the simple comment of, well, makeup's for everyone, footies for everyone, or um, oh, instead of saying that little girl, why don't we just call them them? Just like a sort of really fleeting moment that just instills in them without them having to think oh that was a big deal yeah it's not like let's sit down and talk about this big topic yeah like like you said today you you bought Brody a doll i did (laughs) in honor of this chat he didn't fucking want it yeah but he'll come back to it he might come back to it he was it was dinner time i i I made a boo-boo i shouldn't have given him a doll when he wanted a fucking banana or whatever he was wanting to eat (laughs) but his Take it away and bring her. it out next year, she's maybe. She's so cute. And she has... She's waiting. Yeah, she's waiting, she's waiting, waiting for him. Cuddle. And But who knows if she's a she? Exactly. Oh. What's in the pants? Oh, oh I didn't look. No. <laughs> but again, does it matter? Yeah. It's a little baby human. 
human. It's a doll it's a... for him to nurture. Exactly. Yeah. And he did give it a cuddle. Yeah. But I just I just think that it's just having a conscious like there's a there's a podcast which I actually haven't listened to, so I probably shouldn't give it a shout out in case it's it's terrible, but it's called aware parenting. Mm. And I guess like this is what we are doing, is just being aware of yeah. how the world is moving on and then these like lifetime of assumptions or societal kind of expectations that have just moved on. Yeah. That we don't need to, we don't need to carry those things on. No. I was talking to a friend actually recently and it came up really naturally in conversation. And as soon as it did, I was like, "Mm, interesting, because we knew we were going to have this chat. And she was saying how she, like us, would just consciously make that effort to, you know, nurture our kids in certain ways or, you know, not give our, well, not give our kids those kinds of things, but just... Make sure that our kids have the options mm. to play with certain or play with different things and all that kind of stuff. And she said, I know exactly where it comes from. It comes from the generation before me. And I know that I'm trying to change it, but it's so ingrained that it slips and mm-hmm. you don't realize. Like, I think she, she said that she had bought her daughter a doll's house and her daughter plays with it, but she's not really that interested in it anymore. Got it. <laughs> Probably cost a fair amount a, of money. Yeah, and there's a, she's got an older son as well, but she didn't realise how she had sort of fallen into those stereotypical gendered toys yeah. either. Her son would never have been interested in it, but she was like, maybe he could have been. Yeah. But she'd never but she'd thought, never thought. To, to buy anything like that for him or nurture that side of things. Isn't so it interesting? She, like she said, she'd identified. She knew exactly where it came from and how ingrained it was, and she would stop herself in a playground from gendering a child or whatever. But then there's these other aspects that she's never really given much thought and just gone, oh, shit. It just slips out. Yeah, it slips out. It slips, it slips into, into life. parenting. Yeah. It slips into... Into their household. Yeah. Into their toy box. Yeah. Into their clothes. Yeah. Like, you could open Brody's wardrobe and you would probably not be able to guess if it was a boy or a girl. Mm. I don't even know what... It's a preference from what I like to dress him in. Yeah, and this is it. You're going to have a say until a certain point. Yeah, I'm going to have a say <laughs> until a certain point. But, you know, the amount of pressure I've had from other people, particularly older people, to cut yeah. his hair. Like, one educator said to me the other day, oh, Dad's had a nice haircut. When are you going to get Brody one? Oh. And I was like, I'm not. Oh. Thanks. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm not cutting it. Yeah. And even and now that people are saying that more, I'm actually like digging my heel because there's been times Don't when I've been it. like, maybe I will just because like sometimes it gets in his eyes or whatever. But then I'm like, nah, fuck you. No, I'm gonna fucking grow his hair. Why? Why have you not cut his hair? Because if someone asked me that, I would. I always go, oh laziness, but it's not because I don't want him. I'm just like, I like the hair. I like the long hair. I like it, but I'm also like, then I don't have to spend money on a haircut every few months. That's definitely not it for <sighs> me. It's definitely a preference on retaining something that has been with them since birth. Yeah, I think that's a big part for me too. Yeah. Because like, I look at my two-year-old's hair and I'm like, those little wispy bits on the end are your baby hairs and they're so blonde and I know. fresh and wispy. And and the funny thing is, Brody has had a haircut, right? Mm. But not. But the top half has never been cut. So he got like an undercut when he was like Cute. a year old or something. Um, so he has had a haircut. It's yeah. not like he has, his whole head is yeah. fresh hair. But like there are bits of it. And I just feel like... There's so much time for him to have a short back and sides. Exactly. Like, that's what he will have at some point, no yeah. doubt. Yeah. But while he's just a little child, like, it's wild. It's yeah. like, it's freeing. It's it's everything that you can get to be. To me, it symbolises, like, just n- not having to groom. Like, not even having to have yeah. an appointment, like, to yeah, go exactly. and get a haircut and sit in a chair and yeah. and behave. And it's just natural. Yeah. And he doesn't need to know that that's what we do as adults or that's no. what you do as a male. You he do doesn't get, get it. He just he looks at it. And 
that again, that's an opportunity for like us as parents to kind of go stuff it. Hundred percent. Like down the track, he might, you know, he might actually ask, like, "Mommy, I'd like my hair cut in a year or two. Really? Yeah. So my eldest had long hair, like insanely long hair, up until school, and he wore it up at school just to keep it out of his face. And eventually, it got too much. Like it would not stay up. So we were like, <laughs> the winning tower of hair. Yeah, it was like, it was in a bun at the start of the day, and then it was in a ponytail by the end. Um, and he was like, we were like, look, do you want to have a haircut? And he was like, yeah, all right. So he went and had a haircut, and he's still got it longish, and it's fairly shaggy. Did you keep and... it? Yeah, of course I did. Yeah. It's like a creepy ponytail, but it's like, <laughs> he's got he's. <laughs> He's got these curls. I have no idea really where they're from. Like, I think maybe my brother, but my brother's got a shaved head. No. He's got these insane curls that look like they've been done with a barrel. Like, it's they're just gorgeous curls. And I was a bit sad to cut it because I was like, well, the curls will go away, but they've stayed. Yeah. I don't know how. I don't know how. Oh, anyway. That's um, heaven. Yeah. So he's got this, like, shaggy sort of longish do with some curls and stuff now. And then my middle one... We were like, well, we never really entertained the idea of a haircut. And he asked for one. I don't know if it was because the older one had a haircut mm. or... What was the thing. time difference between... Well, they were actually going to go at the same... Or at similar times. So we'd booked a haircut for the older one because it was starting to look a bit unruly. Again, like, he probably needs it tidied up for school because it gets in his face. Like, it's a more practical yeah. situation with him. Um. He was going to go, and then he got sick, so the other one took the appointment. Uh. So they ended up having appointments quite close anyway because we booked for the other one, and it just worked out they were quite close. But he, I think, had seen him go for a haircut and my husband go for a haircut, so he was he was kind of asking. And to be fair, it was long, and it was getting in his face a lot, and he was always, you know, hands, like, through his hair, trying to get it back and out of the way. It's like pretty. <laughs> but funny, when it was long, he would be a girl all the time and since he's had it cut it's been probably two or three months it hasn't happened wow and i kind of think like hair aside what what does his face look like i've always looked at him and gone he's got a like a fairly boyish face he looks quite different to his two other brothers so i'm kind of like well where did it come from he's at that age where he can say what he wants to wear yeah. And he will be in a shop and be like, oh, what about that top? Not that I like buy it for him. No. But he shows interest in, you know, these things. Like he goes to daycare. So he sees other kids that have got like Pokemon top or whatever. So he knows these things exist. And he's he's into like cars and trucks and all that kind of stuff. And he loves that kind of thing. But isn't that you funny? Know, just a haircut. Just a haircut. Yeah. So he will wear things that are typically boy. He... Loves wearing shorts, even in winter. But he will wear tights. And I think that's more of a practical thing for him. He doesn't necessarily like wearing jeans and stuff like that. And not comfortable. Not comfortable for yeah. him. So with the long hair and some tights, he got called a girl all the time. Yeah. Yeah. And it, did, I don't know, it didn't bother me. I know you said that it doesn't bother you. No. It doesn't bother me. However, one thing that I mentioned is that it it brings up i think in my subconscious the fact that i did want a girl yeah and we're stopping yeah. at one so that's it's a dream gone for you yeah yeah it's reinforced however i don't think i think it's something in my subconscious that sat there but like now that i have a boy like i couldn't imagine my life not as a bo- as a boy mum like yeah. i'll only ever be a boy mum so i'm like I love it. I feel the same. Yeah. Because we, we would have liked a girl. Yeah. And, you know, having a third child, people are like, oh, are you trying for a girl? And we're like, no, yeah, we're trying for a baby. Yeah, how often did you get that? A lot. A lot. Because I feel like, you know, people have one child, the question, when's the next one? They kind of stop asking after that because it's normal for people to have two. Yep. And when we said that we were having a third, people were like, oh, were you trying for a girl? And we're like, no, 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 we were trying for a baby. Like, we don't really care in saying that. Like, we would have loved a girl somewhere in the mix. But at the end of the day, I'm actually really happy that we've got all boys 
And that's just from a perspective of, well, I'd actually know any different. Yeah. And you can just transfer all the knowledge, but they'll all be completely independent. Like you've just described bits and pieces of them and they're all very different. They are. All very different. different. Mm. But what you just said there was very interesting in that you said it's normal for people to stop it too. Yeah. And it's, it's normal for boys to have short hair. Yeah. It's normal for us to want a girl if we've got a boy or to, or it's normal for a woman to want to have a baby full stop. Mm. Like this is where this whole fucking podcast comes from Mm. is what's normal isn't right for you. Yeah. All of the time. Yeah. Slash most of the time. None of it is normal. Not that we get shoved down our throats about any of it from the minute that you start from the minute that you basically Mm. meet someone or even just enter into childbearing age Mm. like there's just this whole there is this whole barrage of shoulds linked Mm. with normal and it's not normal and it's actually not normal anymore to be a girl or a boy Mm. Like, you get to decide, like, we actually, the new normal, if you want to go there, is there's a spectrum of genders and you get to decide when you're at the age. What is normal is that the parent does still decide, and legally we have to, assign a gender at birth. Yeah. You can then relinquish that and live in a different way. Yeah. And you can actually live with the child and have it in a non-gender like non-binary child yeah. until they decide and that is becoming more common mm. but you know eventually that's maybe what the reality will be when our kids are having kids yeah so i guess how do we nudge further towards this new normal where we're just just removing some of the stereotypes encouraging kids to be themselves counter this messaging that Boys do this and girls do that. Yeah. Boys like blue and girls like pink and boys like cars and girls like dolls and yeah. all, all the stereotypes. Stereotype. Like I'm just trying to, every time I do it, I'm trying to pick up on it. Hmm. Like today, when I was in Kmart, I nearly just went down the boy aisles, as in the boy toy aisles. Yeah. Boy toy. Sounds boy toy. <laughs> I've got myself one of them through the house. Yeah. <sighs> But, you know, I'm just picking up. So it's like you were saying about your friend. It's just catching your slips. Yeah. All we can do is our best. And I guess I really want to come back to the whole point of this podcast is never to make yourself feel like you're any less than you are. You're exactly perfect. It's what you're doing is beautiful and perfect. But we can always keep trying. Like, we can always decide to do something different. And maybe this mm. will make people think, well... How could I push the boundaries of how I'm raising my child yeah. in this way? Because I want to raise a feminist boy. I really do. But yeah. I just sometimes don't always know how to do that. Yeah. I think the idea of raising a feminist boy probably scares a lot of people as well. I'm not going to like talk about <laughs> feminism because it's just like another yeah the, the connotations yeah, yeah of feminism yeah. to me that is one of the saddest things about about our culture at the moment is the negativity that feminism has yeah. attracted yeah like then there's also a flip side of that and i guess teaching your boys what it means to be a man as well yeah because then that's you know gosh what 50 70 years ago that idea was something that we would literally throw in the bin i know and we still do throw in the bin but you know there's lots of podcasts that i've listened to that speak about that same idea of like yes a feminist boy but also what does it actually mean to be a man in today's society like and a boy you know we can raise boys to be kind we can raise boys to be nurturing and we can raise boys to be emotional and know not what be consent is and yeah not be afraid to you know show their emotions and be who they are whoever it's not that feminism isn't linked with isn't a woman mm. like it's not it's about it's everyone being equal like you're yeah. saying 
sport for everyone. Yeah. That's a feminist movement to me. Mm. Because, and the reason it's feminism is because women have been so degraded and uh, discriminated against for so many decades. Mm. And I'm not sure that by the time our kids are adults that we're going to be in a position where we don't need to talk about feminism. I doubt it. I don't think so. So I guess, like, it's been given a bad fucking rap mm. in a lot of contexts and there's been a lot of social discussion about what it is to be a feminist. But, like, if you just strip it back the to the bare definition, mm. like, I think that's what we all want to achieve is just everybody's treated equally. It's equality. Yes, that's it. <laughs> yeah. Everyone Maybe can be themselves. Maybe will be out the window and it's... Maybe we'll have a new word. Now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we'll have a new word. There'll be lots of new stuff. Yeah, but we can't move away from feminism until women are actually equal. That's the point. Like, it's ridiculous that we're still here. <laughs> yeah. I get really upset about <laughs> this conversation. Like, this topic just gets my goat. It's so like, for another. It's for another, for another episode. episode. Um, so a quick fire round for you, for, Ooh, okay. for every guest. For I want to throw in the bin as mum. Can we just say the gender stereotype? Hundred percent. Like, yeah. I just think it's. I don't want to be like it's easy to do it, but I think we've talked about it today. There's plenty of ways that we can ensure that, like, our kids move towards equality, and that you know we're not gender stereotyping toys or haircuts <laughs> <laughs> or makeup or whatever it is. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. What does self-care look like for you? Well, thanks to you. <laughs> mm, I will not take credit for that. No. You did it, babe. Mm. No. Well, no, very much thanks to you. I've kind of realized that, well, obviously, self-care does look different for everyone. And I love your self-care stacking. And I realize I actually probably do that quite a lot more than I realize. And how empowered does it feel when you realize you're fucking doing it? Yeah. You're like, fuck yeah. This, yeah. Is, this is like joy on top of joy on top of joy. It is. <laughs> and like I, I reckon I saw one of your stories where you're like, this is my stack for the morning. And it was like podcast, beach or coffee. And I did that one morning and I was like, I'm doing it. So I'm actually doing it. Um, I think probably not controversial self-care, but I do love cooking. Mm. Like I love being in the kitchen and oh. being a parent kind of kills that a little bit because you kind of go back to cooking pasta and potatoes and rice and basic stuff. Whereas I like to be a bit more adventurous and I like chili and I mm. like salads for dinner and that kind of thing. So for me, like I love all that typical self-care kind of stuff where it's like have a nice bath or, you know, put on a face mask or go for a beach walk. But for me, I do love cooking oh. and I do miss just being able to like cook one meal for everyone. I still can't. It'll come. Yeah. It's not too far away. I hope so. Yeah. I mean, I can, but that's be... if I want to eat lasagna and rice and pasta every night. Yeah, it's yeah. not quite the Szechuan beef yeah. with, I don't know, <laughs> peanut crush noodles. I know. It's a bit lost <laughs> on four-year-olds, isn't it? Mm. Um, I'm who my way means. You're probably the, the reason I know what that means and you've probably opened me up more to oh. that to that idea of actually you know one doing things for you and doing things the way that you want means following your instagram account <laughs> <laughs> i think it means exactly what you're doing like this isn't something that just you can plan for that happens overnight that you can go right i've got i've got you know a fucking 18 year plan on yeah. how to do mamahood my way. Like, yeah. it's something you just gently, slowly, like, figure it out. You work it out. And as much as you can <coughs> go in with a plan of anything. And I, I hear a lot of people talk about birth plans and stuff. Hmm. I didn't have one because I probably also didn't really know what it meant. You sensible woman. I just, <laughs> there was probably more naivety, I think. Just, I was like, well, what is a birth plan? I was like, can't these things go awry? <laughs> Well, As if, if like we to. had not, if we had all realised that, that would be so good. <laughs> I don't know. So, well, I've been brought up in the mantra of fail to prepare, prepare to fail. Yeah. And I think that's what I was like, I must, I must, I must, I must. But then I didn't think about 
what the fuck happens afterwards. Like it's a good mantra to have, you know, in a work sense or study or whatever, but not really impeding. No, I do think parenting is a very much a make it, not make it up as you go, but figure it out as you go. Because the the old line is that none of us know what we're really doing, do we? No, we do not. No. We don't. And there's otherwise there would be a manual that someone would have written exactly that would put it down for us and say this is exactly what you do. Yeah. So it is a bit of a choose your own adventure, but also I guess knowing that you get to decide. Yeah. You get to decide how you bring up your family and how you live in your four walls. Yeah. Like, that's essentially what in my way is. Yeah. Like the leader in this. <laughs> I can't even look at you right now. You are, though. <laughs> we'll, we'll the just thing is, we'll carry on. This exists. Like, we mm. know that doing things your way exists, but for you to actually put it out there, I it, needed it, it helps people's eyes open up and go, actually, yeah, I can do it how I feel and how I want. Honestly, and it's my biggest hope. And also just, to, I guess, to feel supported doing that kind of thing. We're all in it together. Or... Like, <laughs> we are all in it together, though. Like, yeah. And the more that we talk about this shit and bring up to the forefront of conversations, like, why do we do this? Like, why yeah. are we... Why are we feeling made to feel guilty about X, Y, Z? Or why yeah. do I feel shit because I didn't do this, that, and the next? Yeah. Like, that is what we need to have conversations about. Because the minute we do, we realise everyone else is fucking doing it too. Yeah. We're all just making it up. We're all making it up. It's been an absolute pleasure, my darling. Thank you, dear. I hope you'll come back. <laughs> Please, have me back. <laughs> we'll have, like, three more glasses of wine next time. Yeah. All right. Thank you. That is it for another episode, my lovelies. Thank you so much for being here and having me in your ears. It honestly means the world. If you're feeling particularly generous today, I would love you to hit subscribe, leave a review, or why not come over to Instagram and say hello in the DMs. Until next time. Mwah.